0: FM podcast this is Scott Kesterson and tonight you're listening to voting for the enemies domestic this war is real fighting is everything even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher. Soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Thursday, August 3rd in the year 2023. We have two candidates right now that are breaking each party separately. One is President Donald J. Trump, and the other is Robert Kennedy Jr. Each one is delivering truth, and each one is doing a wonderful job at breaking the infrastructure and the control of the established elite and cabal. But at the core of all of this is a very disturbing issue, and we're going to look at this from a lot of different angles tonight. And so I want to start out by saying this. We have a problem with liberal America. And I'm not saying this from a position of being conservative. I'm saying this from being a patriot and an American. I'm a patriot and American that understands our founding documents, that understands very clearly that we were a country set upon a foundation of moral law, a country that was built with common law at its core, and a country that was expected to be a country of we the people that would be accountable to God and so government would be a subordinate to us. A country that had meant hard work, it meant getting your hands dirty, and the intellectualization elite was not part of that equation. Now with this, and the reason I begin with this, is a framing that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is knocking it out of the park with truth. But what I find exceedingly irritating is that the liberals can't acknowledge that Trump was right. And this problem that is going to continue, and we can see it happening, is now as the liberal side begins to celebrate the idea that President Trump has been brought in and indicted yet for a third time of a ridiculous clown circus run by central agency folks, run by the global cabal, run by the international bankers, and run by this progressive woke communist elite, the liberal side of this nation still fails to take accountability for the shithole that they've created in our cities and around the world. And so it's there that we have a real challenge. And it's there that the divide exists. And it's there that we are never going to bring this country back together until the liberals humble themselves enough. And I'm not even asking you to humble yourselves before God. I'm asking you to drop the pride and arrogance and start realizing that your candidate, Robert Kennedy Jr., is saying almost the same things as President Trump. We'll get to that in just a moment. Patriots, one thing right now that's absolutely certain is that food is being engineered to be a weapon system, and they're doing it all they can. They're trying to take away our ability to grow our own food, trying to take our ability to have freedom of choice, and they're trying to program us to a situation that we have to become dependent on the garbage which they create. They're using all sorts of stressors with this. That means environmental, it means political, it means even atmospheric, as they use weather warfare to wipe out things. And I'm sure if you're a liberal and you heard that, your brain probably exploded and you want to throw out the word conspiracy, but I would really encourage you to read the documents back from 1973 and even some of the testimony by some of our current CIA folks. Fact of the matter is that our country is under a state of war and food is a weapon system that they intend to use and you need to be prepared. And so with that, part of a solid food preparedness strategy means you have to have food that is immediate, Long term, immediately available, long term storage, and can be portable when necessary. There is no better supply, in my, in my opinion, than my Patriot supply. So if you go to preparewithbards.com, prepare with dards, preparewithbards.com, right now, their three month supply kits are 25% off. You get one for every member of your family and you store it. And there you are set in case of disaster, in case of unexpected, whatever happens. Unfortunately, I wish we were not in an environment where we have to constantly be thinking of the implosion of the world. But unfortunately, with these psychopaths that are running our government, everything's on the table. And we do need to be prepared. And just in a normal sense of things, just with the concepts of food shortages, destabilization, the crime-ridden cities that we have, the overflow that that's going to happen when those things start to explode, we nonetheless need to be prepared, not only for ourselves but for our neighbors, but we have to have a core amount of food that lasts for a long time. My Patriot Supply. Head on over there to use preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. You'll find these three-month kits are 25% off, a great value, Check it out. Do it today. All right. I want to begin with a piece here tonight. It's very short, but it just came from Robert F. Kennedy's video that he put out today. Good piece on his review of the border. Now listen to these words.
1: When I'm president, I will secure the border, which will end the cartels, drug trafficking economy. And I will build wide doors for those who wish to enter legally so that the United States can continue to be a beacon to the world where diversity and culture make us great.
0: So what he's offered here is the liberal soft shoe approach to exactly what President Trump has said since he came into office and even since his presidency began, I should say since his candidacy began in 2015. What he's saying is he's going to secure the border. That's the number one issue. And if you have a chance to see the video that he put out today, it's, it's excellent. Excellent views of the border, excellent interviews on the border. He was there on the border, hat-tipped to Robert Kennedy Jr. Seriously. He got on the ground, went around, met with people, sat there on the wall, went across the border, the whole thing. He did it. So I have nothing but praise for this. Where my irritation lies is that the irritation sits in a section of America that can't look across and see that we've been on the same team all along. And it's time to start putting down the BS and start realizing that politics is the divider. It isn't the uniter. This concept that we are in right now, this whole piece of early presidential candidacies and campaigning, this if you're getting wrapped up right now in the vote for 20, 2024, don't. I don't even know if we're going to get that far. And the point that I'm going to make here, because I ended up with three emails from somebody this morning trying to convince me that I was supposed to vote. And I'm going to say it like this. I will always support and advocate for voting locally because we have an accountability and a necessity to change this country from bottom up. I will not be a proponent for federal voting at all. And the reason is, is we know for a fact that the system is massively rigged. The architecture that the Dominion systems represent, the deep, the deep corruption that exists within even the ballot counting, the corrupted mindset that thinks it's okay to prevent a candidate from getting elected, that possess that possession, that thinking exists within the liberal bloc, and that liberal bloc sees that they can win at any cost, and those are the candidates. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is the one who's representing a large body of them, and so. Part of the show tonight is to make a common sense plea to the liberals to pull your head out of your butt and start being Americans and stop being puppets of a regime that's obviously being run by both parties and an insurgency that's trying to destroy this country. I respect everything Robert Kennedy, not everything, but I respect a great deal of what Robert Kennedy Jr. is saying these days. And I respect what he's attempting to do, which is to run against the grain on the party of the Democrat side. I have a lot of apprehensions about him, as I have apprehensions about President Trump. And so my position has been that I am not myself going to commit to voting in a federal election for either candidate. And the reason is, is I don't know that I want to participate in a clown show. I have much more interesting things to do on a local level to worry about what happens in my community than I have to worry about the ridiculousness of wondering whether Trump or Kennedy or Biden or DeSantis is going to get in office. Because at the end of the day, they will exist in a little bubble called Washington, D.C., which is not even part of the United States, which represents the entire cancer of this nation. D.C. is an absolute problem. And my challenge to both Trump and to Kennedy, is simple. Hear your ideas. Both of you are speaking truth. Be respectful to both sides. Understand that you're not in a damn political race. You're in the saving of a nation. Humble yourself enough to acknowledge that. And start opening your doors to both sides and start acknowledging that Trump was right you may not like his approach. He may not reference the, the intellectual elite journals that everybody likes to read or the books written by certain authors that only the liberals will read. But the fact of the matter is both of these men are speaking truth to wake up America. And we have to find a way to start building these bridges. And it's not, it's not been the onus of our side to have to do it, meaning the American conservative patriot side. Unfortunately, that wall was put up hard by the liberals. And so I say it, 98% of liberals took the vax. And so as that truth rolls out, I just want you all to hear that are on that other side, that the other side of us over here, that conservative side, that pushed back against Trump. We did the, we did the righteous thing and pushed back against a president that we supported because we knew he was wrong and for whatever his motive or reason, We held the line and didn't take the backs. And we did so in the heart of trying to save everybody else. And we're not sitting ourselves up on a pedestal. But the fact of the matter is that where we're sitting right now in this cusp, in this window of time, is that two sides better start talking to each other. Because if I run the numbers and the odds of success, I have to say something candidly and bluntly, and it's going to hurt. If you're a liberal and you took a couple of shots, your opportunity to live got reduced to 10 years, and after that, according to all the stats, you're going to be dead. And it wasn't because you weren't told. It wasn't because someone forced you. It's because you didn't listen. And damn, did we try. And if you think for an instance that over here, if you're a liberal, you think for an instance that we've been sitting over here with Trump celebrating the fact that you were committing suicide with a shot, you don't know our hearts because we have never, ever wanted to see you suffer, and we know you will. So in this hour, when we have a candidate, Robert Kennedy Jr., out here speaking truth, I'm just speaking to people that are out here and and looking at him. Humble yourself to realize that what's going on with Trump right now will happen to Robert Kennedy Jr. Humble yourself enough to know that the media that's excoriated him already has already done it multiple times for Trump. The problem is that the liberal side was so rabid against Trump, all of them so rabid against Trump that now when Robert Kennedy Jr. gets blindsided by the media, they sit there in disbelief because you were foolish enough as a liberal group to believe in the mainstream media and the institutional legacy media to think that they were actually going to work for you. Understand the poem of the snake. They've always been a snake, and they always will be. And this is only going to get more intense as we go forward. Now, with all of this going on right now, and Trump out here doing getting once again indicted for the third time and we have Kennedy down campaigning on the border. Like I said, this is not about an election. And I, I absolutely adhor these elections we're in right now where there's been no change whatsoever in anything that we're doing in this nation for elections. The voter rolls have not been cleaned up much yet. They've been cleaned up some, but not much. We still have dominion type systems in play And to add to make matters even worse, I guarantee you that what is coming is that they are going to use, it doesn't matter who wins, the surveillance state is going to take every single person's vote that did not vote for a surveillance state candidate like DeSantis, like Biden. And if you vote for Kennedy or you vote for Trump, you're going to be put on a watch list and a target list and they're slowly going to wipe you out. That's where we're going. And that's why one of my big questions is, why are we bothering to vote? Because we've already seen in 2020 what happens. We came out in mass. There is no question, even though people still don't want to believe it, there is no question that election was rigged. And because of all the people that don't want to believe it, we still are dealing with January 6th, which was completely set up, run by the agencies, the three letters, and arrested people that are in jail that should never have been put in jail. But as a country, still the mainstream media narrative holds and locks control in the minds. That should freak everybody out a little bit because that shows you how far we have yet to go to wake up. I keep hearing every day, and it's, everyone's trying to be optimistic. Oh, people wake up at different times. Oh, there's a lot more waking up. There's no question. There is a ton of information flowing out. But I can prove to you in just one little hit here, and I will, that even the patriots, The majority of the Patriots still have their head up their butt and aren't realizing what's going on. And that probably irritates me more than anything. President Trump today got indicted. The entire news cycle is absorbed with him walking off the plane. I swear, if he would have picked his nose, they would have had 15 stories on it. This thing is a circus. And both sides are playing into it because everybody's in this great anticipation of this Q thing that somehow that there's going to be a great reveal and Trump's going to overcome this. And we have to celebrate. We have to support Trump and not flow away. Trump is a big boy. He's fought these fights many times before. And the one thing that's almost guaranteed that's coming and unfortunately what is coming is if he loses the race, we're going to get tweet after tweet or truth after truth telling us, see, folks, America's going to hell. See, folks, America's going to hell. I don't know, and no one knows what the true authorities that President Trump had since 2020. We have references to him being CIC, Commander-in-Chief, maybe. that's a that's a, actually goes back to the republic formation. And we have a legal corporate president, which is Biden, like it or not, That's what the Congress installed. We have a complete occupation going on in our nation. And for literally three years now, almost four because at the end of President Trump's cycle was the COVID con, we literally have had zero leadership. Zero. Let's just put that big double zero up there. Nada. Zero. Zero leadership. And you know what we discovered? We don't need them. America has stood up and been bold. Patriots have stepped into the gap. And you know what's even more amazing? Is right now, thanks to the courage of patriots out here, we're now seeing amazing courage being able to filter out of the military with amazing whistleblowers, which, by the way, just to highlight, tomorrow night, please tune in. We have Lieutenant Mark Bashar coming in, and he is an incredible whistleblower. I've gotten to know him. This man is amazing. He was court-martialed, literally, for speaking the truth about the dangers of COVID in our force. And he was, a, he was throwing up the red flag early on. That's tomorrow night. So I'm sitting here in just this disbelief right now in our country. You're talking to a person who has served this nation in a couple of different capacities. I served in uniform in the Army National Guard. I went over and I dedicated myself, closed my business down to tell the soldier story in 2006 to 2007, and then went back over again in 2008, which lasted until 2011, where I operated with special operations, and then went on to work in a special missions unit up in Fort Meade. I'm proud of everything I've done, and I love this country, and I love the people. But let's get real. Politics is the corrupted vehicle that is trying to keep us locked into a system that is systemically broken. And so the worship of Trump, the worship of Kennedy, it's wrong. I don't care how many ways you dice that apple. We, the people, that's what it says in our Constitution. And when you go back to the Declaration of Independence, it establishes that all rights are given to the people Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness from our creator, which just in case you're one of those that doesn't have a relationship with God, that's not some funky neuro idea of some space alien force or galactic empire. That is God, the God, the one true God, the God of hosts, who gave us our son to sacrifice Jesus Christ. And if you question that, then go back and read the documents of our founding fathers to realize that almost all of them were Protestants, and they all believed in Jesus Christ. So you see, we're at a point right here, and we have to get a gut check as a nation. And I'm this is to everybody. I, I get frustrated with the liberal class, but I want to see an America that comes together, not divided by the stupidity of politics. And I'm not playing the game of politics either. So I appreciate the person who took time to write the emails to me today to try to tell me how I need to vote and all this and all the reasons, whatever. But let me be very clear on my position so we don't have anything confus- any more confusion here. I do not support the current voting system and will not stand for it. It's wrong and it's corrupted. I do not support the current corporate America, which is what we live in. We live in a corporation. I believe in the vision of our founding fathers, which is a representative republic I get sick and tired of hearing politicians regurgitate the term democracy when our founding fathers openly and vehemently made it clear that they hate democracy. And so that is also a statement to any candidate that just might happen to be out there right now listening, quit saying the damn term democracy because you're wrong. We are not in a democracy. We're in a representative republic. And that's what I seek to see restored. And we're not gonna get that pathway back there if we keep playing the game of the politics thinking that a corrupted institution is gonna be corrected by one man. We have an illusion of the power of the presidency. And that illusion is, is a profound illusion, thinking that when people say, and I respect their vision, Robert F. Kennedy's clip here is good. President Trump's comments about cleaning out the deep state, that's good, I like it, that's wonderful, That makes us feel good but we have to start being true patriots. We have to ask the hard questions. That's what we're expected to do. I mean, just consider this quote here from James Madison. Democracy is the most vile form of government. Democracies have ever been spectacles of turbulence and contention, have ever been found incompatible with personal security or the rights of property, and have in general been as short in their lives as they have been violent in their deaths. Our founding fathers hated democracy. So it's time that we start speaking these truths, living these truths, and understanding the limitation of where we are in this current cycle. If you are somebody right now that's trying to worry about whether you're going to vote or not, or whether I'm going to vote or not in 2024, oh my goodness, please wake up. Do you understand the challenges that we face that really do matter? Let's just go through a few of them so we get this in context. All right. Today, they have four people indicted in money laundering scheme to fund human trafficking, human smuggling. This is a big deal. The Southern District of Texas has issued a superseding indictment charging Er Er 32-year-old Pidera of Align, Texas, and a number of others with human trafficking. As alleged in the superseding indictment, the defendants conspired to engage in financial transactions designed to conceal the nature, location, source, ownership, and control of ill-gotten proceeds of illicit human smuggling and unlawful harboring and transportation of undocumented aliens. There's another one. Liberals, you are out here preaching about wanting to have an open border. Go to the border. Quit talking and go to the border. And if you love what you see, invite these people to your home. Quit being an elitist. Walk the talk. Americans have to get back to being accountable for what we say and what we do. We have issues right now of child sex trafficking, human sex trafficking. We have issues of people being smuggled in to work in meat processing plants. Still don't quite know how we get by with that with the unions, but that should tell you everything about the unions. The liberal policies have turned our cities into absolute pits, violent, violent holes that nobody wants to live in. Oakland, NAACP, understand what I just said. The NAACP begs for more cops amid heyday for criminals. Nice job, NAACP, because you backed BLM and you backed defunding the police, and here we are. Liberal policies executed in their fullest have resulted in terror and disaster in our cities. It's time for liberal America to own their disaster. That's part of being American, having enough stones and enough spine to admit that you were wrong when you were wrong. It was an experiment that went wrong. Now let's get it fixed. And we're not even asking for a massive apology here. What we're asking for is accountability, to acknowledge that what you were doing was wrong and is wrong. And it doesn't mean that everything you do is wrong. It means that we have to start having dialogues of what's going to work. We have now gone just about over as far over the edge into this banana republic as we can get. We have this today. U.S. intelligence has been manipulating Wikipedia for over a decade. Wiki co-founder. Along with everything else. Along with dropping AI systems into the mainstream so that we all get news media that's manipulated. Along with with clipping off information and voter information so that people would be intentionally steered away from president Trump. If the liberals don't understand this, it's going to happen again to RFK jr. And if you're too ignorant or too stubborn to realize it, you're going to pay a price. America's got to wake up. The politics that are going on in DC is just a clown show. And it's all about just, Everyone keeps saying, well, we're exposing the truth. Wonderful. I'm glad we're exposing the truth. I'm glad we're coming together to see the truth, I guess. But what's missing in all of this? Accountability. There's no arrests going on. There's no indictments going on unless you're Trump. And that is the easiest bait to give a liberal. It's like handing a wolf raw meat and expecting him not to eat it. Man, I tell you, this is unbelievable. And then we have the Democrats moving to criminalize political dissent. It's really amazing to me. This is a new bill that they're pushing forward that is designed specifically to kill free speech. And it's the other process that they're using with indicting Trump as they move forward with this to try to kill free speech. You see, the problem we are having in this nation is people have become short-term thinkers. Much of this has resulted around a, an, an emotional-type framework that the liberal body of this nation has been raised on. They don't use logic. They use emotions. So I say to somebody, the world's going to end in five days. And they go, oh, my gosh, i got to run and change everything. You say that to a conservative, and we say, let's see the proof and see the documentation and how does that work. Or you say it to a conservative, and they're going to be like, okay, well, cool. God has got this. We'll pray to God, and we'll get it all fixed. There's a stability that is happening on this true American base. We're referring to it as conservative. Notice I'm not using the terms of MAGA. I'm not using the terms pro-Trump. It's a common-sense foundation of people that truly love this nation. Just for, so I highlight it, liberals, you don't get the corner on environmentalism. In fact, when it comes to environmentalism, your record absolutely sucks, You do nothing for environmentalism. Let's talk about the conservative side, those who love to hunt, those who love to fish, those who love to be in the outdoors. You love, as a liberal, liberals love to point out the egregious errors, but what you fail to see is how much this strong American base loves nature. We love to ride our ATVs in nature, and we love to take care of nature when we do it. We love to fish and hunt but we never like to see overfishing and hunting because we want to preserve the balance of wildlife. We want something left for the future generations. We love to walk in old growth. We can't stand when when loggers clear cut things out of the way. And we know that there's a better way to do business if we could work together. But we also realize something else, that God gave us trees to cut so that we can harvest and they will regrow if we properly manage our forest. What we don't like is when you leave all the forest cluttered with garbage so that when a simple spark lights the entire damn thing on fire and we lose the entire habitat. What we don't believe is excluding industry from forests that are, by the way, you, they grow, they regrow, because of a spotted owl and put everybody out of business, when we will gladly understand that if you cut one forest, the spotted owl actually can relocate. And we don't worry about little lizard salamanders that shut down entire dam projects that would make clean energy, but instead we want to preserve the, 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 the space for a lizard or, a, or some sort of little creature. Conservatives are, on, are the most environmentally oriented people in the world. Liberals love to look at and criticize, criticize conservatives. I sat with a liberal reporter one day. I give him credit. He's a good guy. And he was trying very hard to understand the other side, our side, America's side. And so the example he brought up was, okay, he says, you know, I drive around the countryside and I see some of these houses and they're absolute dumps and they have a cross in front of them and they've got all these wrecked cars and they've got a trailer. And believe me, I've seen plenty of these. And he says, so is that what conservatives want? And they love to pick out the one example of as if we're all in in this, as if that's the representative of us. And my answer is no, I dislike that. Matter of fact, I will condemn that person, whether they're liberal or conservative, because that's not what God asked us to do to, to this land. We are supposed to be stewards. But the liberals can't imagine a world where we literally trust our faith and walk with God in a moral law framework, which, by the way, if you're liberal, please listen. Go back and read your Declaration of Independence and understand what it's telling you, that we live under a moral law. That means each one of us is accountable. So if you're listening and you're following Robert Kennedy Jr., pay attention to the sorts of things he's telling you. Because if these visions that he has are going to work, just like if the visions that Trump has are going to work, it's not going to be one man. It's going to be us, we the people doing it. And this goes as much to liberals as it does conservatives, because conservatives out here, you're sitting here and I'm seeing it in the media. You are just rashing over the fact that Trump is getting indicted. Let me remind you of a couple of things. Trump has been through two major bankruptcies. These were not easy, and they were not kind people he was sitting with. One, his first one was in West Palm Beach. I was living down in the area at the time. The media had him hung, dried, put out, and ready to be fed to the wolves. What no one understood is Trump knew the game better than them. He sat down at that table when the bankers thought they had him, and he laid out the rules, and he reminded them that the biggest loaner owned the banks. In other words, the banks had loaned him so much money that if he defaulted, he was going to wipe them out. And he negotiated a favorable outcome and very soon on was back on his feet. The liberals look at this in disgust. They go, oh, awful. He's cheated the system. No, he hasn't. Because I hate to tell you, liberals, but your own damn people helped build those laws that allowed that to happen. If you don't like it, then get your people in office, work together in a bipartisan way, and change the damn laws. But our country allows business to work that way. Trump wasn't illegal. He did what is good business and allowed. That's it. Bankruptcy is an actual fundamental part and strategy of American business. You don't like it, I'm sorry. That's the way it is. So there's nothing illegal. And it doesn't make somebody criminal. It makes somebody extremely smart and adaptive to a situation because they're trying to continue forward with what their vision is. And for the the record, for anybody that has not run a business, if you think that running a business, you are not going to fail, man, oh, man, I'll tell you, I'm back to that offer of selling you a deep rainforest swampland in the middle of Tucson. Yeah, if you believe that, we're in a different planet. My plea right now is really towards the rationale of the people, to understand where we are at, that we are, have a common fight, and that common fight is the deep state. We need more whistleblowers to come out. We need more people, men in uniform to start listening to these heroes that are coming out to speak the truth of what's going on in our Department of Defense. We need more common dialogue between left and right to what we call left and right, which is nothing more than the spectrum of America to come together and sit down. We need Trump and we need we need RFK Jr. to sit down and have a conversation to everybody and quit this stone-throwing that is happening indirectly because of the two of them running. America's got to heal. And if we're not going to come together, this cabal is going to win. Let me be very clear. While Trump... Is being pulled in on his indictment, and as Robert Kennedy Jr. is giving us a beautiful view of what the border can be, which is the same damn thing Trump wanted. Let me be very clear: what is happening here? They are preparing to roll out a whole new level of draconian control. While everyone's distracted, the the Fed Now system is rolling out. While everyone's distracted, eighty three thousand children still are missing in this nation that came across this border. While Everyone's distracted with Trump or even with RFK. That border is still fluid, and we have fighting-age Arabs. We have fighting-age fighting age cartel members flowing across the border and concentrating in these camps. And if you're one of those Q folks it's like, oh, it's all part of the plan, please stop smoking crack because that political crack that you're smoking is killing us. This is time for America to start being Americans again. That says we the people. We are the ones that control the destiny of this nation. And it's not a president. A president, I would argue that the reason that Trump ultimately was not more successful is because the majority of Americans that supported him sat by, did their daily duty, and waited for him to do the job for them. It wasn't until Trump lost that people finally realized it's like, oh, my gosh. And then you saw the full face of the left come out and you saw COVID roll out and you saw the draconian nature of these people, these evil, maniacal freaks that came out that wanted to inject every single one of us and divided us so far that once again, the stones get thrown at at liberal America because y'all – let me tell you something, on the liberal side, when you took that damn vax, you would have willingly seen all of Trump's supporters rounded up and put into a, an internment camp, and you would have said not a damn thing. But today, as the truth rolls out and you realize what you put inside your body and inside your veins, look across over here and look at us conservatives and how we're playing to and trying to reach out to you to provide ideas to help you get well. Is it all starting to come together now? Because it's never been MAGA. It's never been Trump. It's been Americans standing together over here while we had to watch our fellow Americans try to beat us with a bat, put on tan shirts, walk with jackboots, and inject crap up their bodies knowing it was going to kill them. And if you don't think that's hurt, you're wrong. But you know what? This is where our faith is so bold because we forgive. We forgive because we don't want you to suffer. And we know that we won't agree on everything that you stand for. And you won't agree with everything we stand for. But one thing we absolutely know is there is a love for this nation that's incredible. And if we sit down together and have civil conversations, we can come to some very amazing dialogue to solve things in an incredible way. We have two candidates right now that are breaking the system. They're shattering the traditions of the party. They're hated by both sides, vilely hated. Both candidates are trying to stand for what's right. The irony is there's only one of those two candidates that has stood against the backs, and that's Robert Kennedy Jr. And yet he stands under a party banner where 98% of the liberals took the shot. That's not me making that up. That is the statistic. Can you imagine? And the candidate on the other side that it actually promoted the shot, that would be Trump, 60% of the people under him said, gave him the middle finger and said, Mr. President, we may vote for you, but we are not standing for this shot. Can you imagine? What's that say? What a reflection of who we are. You know, it's it's just, it's unbelievable to me where we sit right now, and it's a point where when you have been overseas and you've watched your brothers die and you have sacrificed for this nation, and now I watch as these whistleblowers come out of DOD, and they come into a world not even knowing the, real, the fight that's been on the ground. They're fighting, and we haven't known the fight that they've been in. And it's like two foreign worlds now. We've got a military on one side, and we have Americans on the other side, and there's a common ground here. And I just have to say this. Liberal America, that you stood with the shot, you're a minority. I hate to tell you. Because the majority of our military never wanted the shot. And those on the outside that stood against the shot, and you were waylaid by this system, our, your stories have to be shared with those on the inside that are coming out that were in uniform. Because we have to understand that we are truly fighting an enemy domestic. And for all those others that have been walking in la-la land... I don't know what's running through your veins these days. You have a candidate that's telling you the truth, Robert Kennedy Jr. And I'm just, I'm really thankful to God that we have such a man in this time because it's the only way you're apparently hearing. Because apparently when we say it and we say, don't take the shot, and we reference Dr. Lee Merritt, we we reference Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, we reference Dr. Kerry Madej, we reference Dr.... <laughs> Dr. Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, when we reference the people that we like, you say that's conspiracy. But when Robert F. Kennedy Jr. says, well, let me show you a study that was done at Yale that he dug up from years ago, you rally behind and you say, hula, hula, hooray, he's speaking the truth, our new messiah has arrived. Can you not see the hypocrisy? And where were you? How is it that 98% of the liberals took the shot when R.F. Kennedy was going across the oceans to speak in Germany and other places? Where were you? It's good now. It's great now. How about Del Bigtree? What a great voice of anti-vax. He's liberal. He supports Robert Kennedy Jr. God bless him. I like Del. But I'll bet you liberals don't even know that his dad was a pastor. And I'll bet if you did know, you'd probably walk away from him. See, this is the world we've got to get past, this ridiculous programming that the media has done to us. And now just a straight message to who I consider my brothers and sisters in uniform. There are a ton of people out here that are coming out that have sacrificed everything in their lives to not take that vax, have been punished by the Department of Defense, have come out to speak the truth, if you are in, the, in uniform or if you have sitting in a contractor form or you're a retired vet, you took an oath. And that oath was enemies foreign and domestic. We have an enemy domestic problem. It's an infiltration. You have got a ton of Americans out here, and I've been proud to stand with them for the last eight years, that have been fighting every single day for truth, fighting passionately for their families, fighting passionately for a country that they love, asking a single question, where is our military? And it's been crickets. And the handful of whistleblowers now that are coming out, God bless you all. But where's the rest of you? Where's that set of balls that you were supposed to have? And if it's women, excuse me, not intended to insult you. Where's your spine that you were supposed to have to be an American soldier patriot? You put that damn uniform on to protect us as a nation from enemies, foreign and domestic. You were trained. You were given the best equipment. You were given the best possible training. You were made to be the finest fighting force in the world. And suddenly, when the vax came, you bent down and kissed the feet of Lucifer himself. It is time for you to earn your keep. Buckle up. Stand up and reach out. You have got amazing people out here that are willing to open their arms and support you, and you have Americans ready to stand side by side because we're not getting through this damn thing with a vote. It's going to take the people standing up together, we the people, in uniform, out of uniform, to purge this insurgency, and the hour is now. So whoever you are out there that hears this tonight that's in uniform and whoever you are out here that's been sitting on the side or been illiberal or whatever— Cast it all aside. You may not like the things that are said tonight. It may make you uncomfortable. It might even make you mad. All I'm going to say is good because here's the truth about anger. When you are deeply programmed, the one way to get people to wake up is to force programming through anger. Believe it or not, I'm telling you the truth. As a guy that comes from PSYOP and information warfare, piss off a public and the programming breaks. So if you're having a trouble with what I'm saying tonight, sit on it for 24 hours and look at the world through new lenses tomorrow because it's coming. And we're sitting here waiting, and we're not coming here to chastise you. We're waiting for you to join this army of people that are standing together, that look, are looking across with respect with, with Robert Kennedy Jr., looking at Trump with respect and knowing that he's taken a hell of a lot of blows so that this country can ultimately wake up. And if you hate Trump, then get over hate because hate's not healthy, and you know that as a liberal at least. This is a time for us to start waking up as a country. Understand that if you're going to vote in the way it is in 2024, all you're doing in your vote at federal level for presidents, other than getting Trump, the candidates that they select, let me be very, very clear. Your vote is likely going to invest its vote into somebody who is just one of them. Now, as a final note, a couple of things. I'm not endorsing anybody for candidacy. I'm just being clear. I'm sitting right here in the middle. That middle line is called America. Okay. I would love to see. I could even live with two presidents in this country, co-presidents. One RFK, one Trump. I could live with that beautifully. No, they're not the same. But it's still hard for me to believe that they don't get along, considering how close and how much how close President Trump was with John F. Kennedy Jr. and how much love he had for the Kennedy family. I have a hard time processing that RFK Jr. and Trump couldn't get along. Maybe I'm just living in a smoke pipe. But I am going to bring some candidates on this this show, people that are running for office that I think represent the penultimate level of what we need as service agents to serve this country. And I will guarantee you there will be a common thread in almost everyone I bring on. They will have come from military, in particular, special operations backgrounds, because they are now making a decision to understand that this real fight on the ground that they're going to have to fight is going to take the same moral integrity that they had to face every single deployment, every single time they kicked in a door, and every single time they had to take out a bad guy. That's not an easy choice. And we're seeing a whole bunch of them stand up. And I truly believe that's God calling his true soldiers to the line into the deepest pit of hell that lives on this earth, and that's called Washington, D.C., This is such an important time for us as a nation. We cannot afford to screw this up. You can't afford to be distracted by the circus of events that's going on up in D.C. You can't afford to be distracted by the things going on in politics. That's all designed to pull you away from the bigger things that are going on. Ask the hard questions. When a candidate tells you something, like RFK the other day, And I I told you, I respect him. But when he lays out the idea that that Bill Gates has all these satellites and just like Elon Musk and they're going to be able to track everybody and it's going to become a new, new type of tyranny, a digital tyranny surveillance state. Okay, what is the answer? Because that's a private entity that this government is allowed to do that to or allowed to happen. So what are you going to do? You're going to suddenly cut down, cut away the private right to put satellites in the sky? We have to understand what you're saying more than just the ideas that you're throwing out. We need substance. When Trump says we're going to make America great again or we're going to make 10 cities, what the hell does that mean? Are you planning on making 10, 15-minute cities for us all to live in like FEMA camps? The point of this is that our system is broken. We have no trust in our leadership. If we want trust, demand trust truth from these people. I don't care who they are. Be specific. Don't be washed into your brain with all these casual promises. Be we the people. Remember, government is subordinate to us, not the other way around. I don't care who runs. You know what? I could care less if there was a puppy dog sitting up at president right now because this is what I know. At the end of the day, the president doesn't have that much power. I know that the majority of Congress diddles kids And I know that the CIA is one of the biggest human sex trafficking organizations ever put on the face of the earth, and they're using that to blackmail politicians and people all over the world while they back it with some of the most sophisticated information systems that are ultimately developed in the bowels of DARPA, all of which has a trail that runs right back to Nazi Germany as they try to roll in the Fourth Reich on top of us. And I'm not exaggerating on any of that. So it's about damn time America starts realizing that our enemy sits in D.C., sits in every three-letter agency. And if you work for one of those agencies and you're not one of those problems, stand up, get a set of balls, and fight for America. Because this is the time to call soldiers to the line. And I don't want to hear any more things about I was told, cops, doesn't work. I don't want to hear any more that I was this is my duty. It's not you're obliged to the constitution and I don't want to hear any more issues about well I'm worried about I'm going to be employed or unemployed. God will take care of you. And in this hour if you don't stand up and do the right thing, it won't matter anyway. There are a ton of Americans out here who have sacrificed more than people have any idea. And I speak again to those in uniform. You have no idea the sacrifices that have been made by the common Americans simply because they love this country. They love this flag. They love their God, the one God, and they love their families. And they've been waiting to be joined in this fight. The hour is now. and we have to do it together. Let's pray. Father God, in this hour that we sit, we have sit at a critical cusp of time, a time when so much has been sacrificed, so much has been broken, so much trust has been degraded. Our prayer tonight is for healing. Our prayer tonight is for awakening. Our prayer for night tonight is for clear eyes to see. Father, in these hours that we sit here, in this critical moment, we are watching again puppet shows going on left and right in the media, trying to distract people this way and that, and ultimately, all the distractions come down to a simple thing. They don't want us, we the people, to put our eyes on you. Well, Father, with the authorities given to us, we declare tonight a breaking of that curse, a shattering of that curse necromancer hand It's trying to keep people in a bubble we're praying and declaring tonight truth to be ringing in the ears of people anytime someone speaks lies it will be garbaged garbled and all they will hear is the truth of what goes on no more hatred of somebody because someone told you so no more idealistic walkings in places simply because someone promised you something We need the awakening of the critical-eyed, determined patriot that'll stand boldly with this nation and, most importantly, humble themselves before you to seek repentance for these hours and times that we've passed, to raise a nation up that, once again, that values its children, that values its elderly, and takes accountability for self. And, Father, for those in uniform, tonight we extend this other prayer to understand that we're waiting for you. We need you out here to join us. Stand up. Be bold. Be the soldier that we thought you would be. And join us in taking this nation back. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. We will win this, but it's not going to come without a little bit of rough talk and hard team room discussions. It's not gonna come without our faith in God. And it's not gonna come unless we have a forgiving heart for the artificial divisions that have been put between us to start accepting ourselves as Americans, not as parties. Our real enemy sits in D.C. and in government agencies. It is a tyranny and is infiltrated down to our schools. It's infiltrated into our city councils, our, our county commissions. The fight begins local, but the passion is to return this nation back to a republic. And we will win. And those who have done true harm will be held accountable. And it will be by the discussion and the decision of we the people. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins but we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
1: We shall pay any price, bear any burden,